What is up, you guys? It's Megan, and I'm back with the Scare Photographer Podcast. And today's episode, we are going to dive in deep on the topic of mindset and starting your photography business and how terrifying that can be. And yeah, just getting your head wrapped around the idea and gaining the confidence. And I have a fabulous guest on today, and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. So we'll be right back and we'll get right into it. Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited because I'm here with Mariah from Park Photo Co. And we're going to get to chatting about some fun stuff. So how's it going? It's good. I'm excited. I feel so honored to be invited to share. Yay. I'm excited that you're here. And Mm -hmm. um, you're up in Penticton, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Just moved uh, beginning of January, but I'm really just getting settled. I had a lot of back and forth between um, Penticton and the lower mainland where I moved from yeah. for the first couple of months. So yeah, it's nice. nice to finally be getting settled here. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's a little bit of a change, but that's exciting. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So you, what is it that you, what's your, mm, I'm already going to fuck up. Yeah, all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? We, I always say that we just dive into things because it's just how mm-hmm. it is around here. Um, what got you into photography? What was something that you were like, yes, I think photography is really awesome. Or when did you get into? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I have, I don't know, maybe it's typical for some. I just have always loved photography. I can yeah. think back to like being really young, maybe like around 10 and going to summer camps and my parents would send me along with a little disposable camera and I'd bring it everywhere um to then getting like my first point and shoot camera I think I was around like 13 and I would do all sorts of like self-portraits and I would like invite all my friends over and I'd like set up photo shoots we'd do like the sheet against the back wall in my bedroom (laughs) and I'd like I had no technical skill, but yeah, I would like (laughs) rig up lamps for different lighting, all these effects. We'd have costumes. It was quite the production. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then kind of took that into different things uh, later on in high school doing uh, like yearbook. Um, I was a yearbook editor and did lots of the sports photography. And then again, in university, did lots of, um, again, the yearbook. So did lots of uh, events within the university, things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just grown from there. Once nice. people know that you're shooting, lots of friends would just ask for random different shoots and things like that. So yeah, yeah it's kind of always just been something that I've loved. Yeah. And you, so you went to university and you like, did you, did you know you wanted to have a career in photography or how, how was that for you? Yeah. So growing up, that was the dream. Like being in photography was the dream. I didn't really know what it looked like. I didn't know a ton about it, but I remember even in like grade 10, you would have to do like the career planning courses and you would have to interview a a career professional and, you know, in a career path that you're interested in. So I remember I interviewed a photographer and did the whole thing. And I think that was kind of the start of, um, a bit of kind of being discouraged away from it and where I started to kind of um, be fed this idea that it just wasn't really a practical career that the startup costs were too high it's not as consistent the security isn't there Um, so yeah it was something that I had really wanted to do but then you know as I kind of got older 
something that I kind of shied away from because of that. And so yeah. just continued as a hobby, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like entrepreneurship isn't like a thing that's pushed when you're young, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe now, but I, I think like only in recent years, I think, is it something where people are like, entrepreneurship yeah. is a viable career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the creative like even, industry. Exactly. Yeah. Like even within my own, like, I think a lot of it was within, you know, it's just not a traditional career path, right? Yeah. Like, it, or it hasn't been, right? It's, there's not necessarily a clear cut way of, I mean, people can go to school for it. A lot of people don't, right? Yeah. Um, there's just no clear cut way of how you get there, even what it has, like what it really looks like, you know, yeah. it can look different for so many different people. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of growing up or a lot of, it's not so much that I was, or, you know, it was against photography, but it was more like just this emphasis on, you need to go, you need to get your degree, you need to get an education, you need to have mm-hmm. job security so that, you know, and the right. stress around finances and planning yeah. for the future, it just, photography was never something that seemed to fit that for other people. So, yeah. 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 So what did you end up, you, so you did, you decided, okay, photography is not going to work for a career. What did you end up doing for a career after you graduated high school or graduated university? Yeah. Or went so to university? university <laughs> yeah. I honestly didn't even know graduating high school, what I, what I wanted to go into. I started, I took a year off actually and lived um, in Africa, I worked for a nonprofit. That was a oh, huge cool. passion, a big part of my heart as well. Yeah. Um, then I decided to go back, felt it was time to get into school. So I actually started in education, thought I wanted okay. to be a teacher. I'd done lots of volunteering at different camps. I just knew I loved working with people and helping people. I knew a lot of, I just have a lot of compassion. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really, a big part of me, I always loved seeing the strengths in people and bringing that out. And so eventually through university, that kind of led into me taking psych. It was in my education program. I couldn't pick teachables. I was like thinking of having to pick like history and some other subject yeah. to study for four years, let alone teach for like the rest of my life. I was yeah. like, uh-uh, not for me. And I had taken a psych course and I loved that. And then, um, yeah, with that, I kind of found out about this. My university is a, bit, a little different and had this uh, human services certificate, which it doesn't really mean a lot now that I'm in the field, but it gave me some yeah. practical experience uh, working with different organizations. Um, so yeah, I think that kind of, it was quite a journey figuring out kind of where I wanted to go. A lot yeah. of my degree kind of, and the courses was really geared towards um, counseling. Um, but I ended up kind of going um, a little bit more, for me, it was more practical. Again, I didn't really want to just sit in a room chatting with someone, yeah. I wanted to be able to go out and be able to help in really practical ways. So that kind of led me more into the social work world. And again, it ended up being a very non-traditional path for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, now I'm working uh, full-time still in child protection with the government. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing for the past few years. I was at a couple of different nonprofits, but all in the same in yeah. the same field leading up to it. Yeah. yeah. And that's like quite a contrast from being mm-hmm. a creative photographer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you, did yeah. you keep, Oh, sorry. Did you go ahead. Um, yeah, it like, it was very different. It now that I'm in photography, I do see a lot of parallel in, mm. you know, me studying psych and the heart behind why I love psychology. There's a lot of that same parallel behind like the heart behind my business and like what yeah. I do and why, you know, how I work with couples and how I want to like represent couples. Um, And yeah, there's just a lot around that. But 
I'm losing my train of thought now. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. This Classic. is what we do around here. We just sit um, here and stare at each other and have conversations till we figure out what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But did you, parallel. did you um, still continue with a, like photography on the side or like, did you like shoot a little bit still while you were in university or did you put that down for a while? Yeah. So again, it was still something I kept doing. Um, I guess I kind of did invest more into it. I uh, was actually a paid photographer at the university for a year back. So it was oh, still something cool. I was, yeah, yeah. I was actively doing. And then with that, when people would find out, um, yeah, I would do different like dorm photo shoots, lots of portraits for people yeah. just for fun, like just to get that creative piece. Um, but then, you know, I would have randomly uh, a couple that got engaged and didn't really have a lot to invest that had asked me. So I'd be like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, so I was doing yeah. different things like that, some little family sessions, but I wasn't, I wasn't booking. I wasn't like looking for it in that way. It was mostly just like a personal creative thing, taking yeah. photos with friends yeah. and then uh, for the university doing different event type stuff. Yeah. And like, did you, um, obviously you run a business and photography business now alongside of your other career, which mm-hmm. is pretty common. Lots of people run multiple businesses or have a job and run a business. And we were talking earlier about like the um, information that you were given or just like the attitude around running a photography business when you were younger, I'm sure that stuck with you throughout, like when, like when you were thinking about like, okay, if I'm doing this a little bit, like maybe I could do this as a business. Like, did you have that same conversation with yourself prior to you starting this business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it took a lot for me to get to where I am today. And I'm really Mm -hmm. proud of how far I've come just for yeah, how much personal work it's taken. And I think a yeah. lot of that has really um, just enhanced like my brand and, and really given value to it in that I yeah. really had to do all this work. But yeah, I, again, I, it was not something I had ever considered. I had been working in um, the field I'm in now for a few years and it's a challenging field. I'm really mm-hmm. passionate about it. Like I said, I'm really passionate about um yeah, just building capacity in people and working from a strength-based approach. And um, yeah, it's something I'm really passionate about, but it definitely, um, it's not something that gives me energy per se. It does, it has taken a lot out of me. And so, you know, that's just for anyone in this field. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard. And so, I mean, for anyone, you have to learn self-care, but it's really important in that. And so um, I just really needed to find different ways that um, I was filling myself again and and getting that energy in. Um, yeah, just in a lot of personal work, knowing that like, I am a creative person. And that's something that gives me so much life um, from whether I'm just like sitting and like coloring an adult coloring book, Mm. whatever, just anything like that gave me so much life. But photography had always been something that I was that I just loved and had done as a hobby. And so I decided, you know what, I want to just like choose that I'm going to invest a bit more into this. And um, just in terms of like sharing it and spending more time doing it, because it gave me life not again, still not even thinking about booking or having it be a paid thing, yeah. but just something that I spent time on for myself because it was something that really brought me so much joy. Yeah. So I had created an Instagram page um, and started posting really just as a creative outlet. And I think around the same time, again, it was just like a lot of personal work I was doing, trying to figure out how to manage this new career. Yeah. It's a lot of personal work, just being in young adulthood, early 20s, figuring out who am I? What am I doing with my life? What is my purpose? How am I investing in these things? Um, 
Yeah, there was a lot of different pieces that went into it. A, a huge one that I kind of attest to is at the same time that um, I kind of started this page, uh, the work I was doing, I was commuting. So I was commuting like an hour each way every day. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of time on my hands. So I started <laughs> listening to lots of podcasts. Yeah. I really love, I loved and still love uh, Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert okay, um, yeah. podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yeah. yeah, I just loved, I mean, I got into it again, love stories, love hearing yeah, about people's lives and how they got to where they are. So it just really captured me. And as I started listening to them, it just really shifted a lot of my thinking. And, you know, a lot of who he interviews are um, a lot of celeb, you know, celebrities, actresses, or um, his other uh, part of it is the experts on experts. So people that are high level experts in their fields and Mm -hmm. just looking at these people, um, seeing, I'm like, oh man, like I, I just would think I'm like, man, it's so cool to see how passionate they are in these careers and how much this is just something they love. And a lot of those are non-traditional career paths, yeah. right? Like yeah. the experts who end up studying these crazy, I don't know, they, it's always something like unique that leads them into these crazy fields. Right. And, yeah. and same with all these like uh, actors and actresses, especially like the amount of time they put into it and just the, the perseverance they have, um, for this this passion is how they get there like there's very few of them that just like make it big overnight (laughs) they're there they're living their dream and for a lot of them even once they've been successful they still you know they still have those doubts and so it just like really got me thinking and I'm like man I'm like I I want that I want to have that that something that I just can uh, that you know I want to just pursue the things that I'm passionate about and it yeah um around that same time I ended up um uh answering a, a model call for some local photographers and it's actually Kaylin, Kaylin McLaughlin. Of, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, she was great. I, again, at that time, I wasn't thinking anything about doing photography. It was just my husband and I, we were just dating at the time we had answered this call. I think my friend had done a model call with them and she connected with me. And nice. I remember seeing, seeing Kaylin, I think it was for, she was, a, she was doing a mentor session uh, with another right. photographer. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I love photography. I love connecting with people, like just even the little bit I connected with her then I'm like, man, like this is the coolest job ever. Like if I could, yeah. if I could do something like that. You get to hear people's stories, get to go to cool places, just like adventure together. Yeah. Um, so things like that started to shifting. Um, again, at the same time, I had actually had a friend who had uh, come to me and they had recently gotten engaged and they just like didn't have a ton uh, of money to put into their wedding and they weren't really even gonna like hire a photographer mm-hmm. so they had come and kind of asked if I had done it and I was like no 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 like I will not do your <laughs> wedding like there's too much pressure I, yeah. I just shut that down really fast so you know I had done other like little engagement things and I was happy to do that um but a wedding I'm like oh my gosh there's so many big moments this is yeah. your big day I don't want to mess it up so I initially said no, yeah. but they continued asking. Uh, and um, I eventually agreed because they were like, you know what, even if you miss the first kiss, like whatever moment, like it's okay. Like we don't even care. I'm like, okay, then I'm like, we, we can make it work. So yeah. that kind of got me into it. And around that same time, I was like, I had agreed to do that, but I wanted to get a bit more experience. So I had, um, kind of looked around and connected on some photography groups and connected with another photographer to second shoot for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't really have like much of a portfolio, definitely not working with couples. Like I had done some engagement stuff, but a lot of it was old. So I didn't yeah. have a huge portfolio or anything. 
I think honestly, I got lucky because she was at the time she was pregnant and she just really needed someone to like help carry her bags and stuff. Aww. Not so much like the content uh, of a secretary, yeah. but it was a great, it was a perfect experience for me to get, to get into it. So mm. that's kind of all where it started. So nice. I had kind of had those even before I, I launched my business and then <laughs> Yeah, when I was kind of prepping for that, I was like, you know what, I think I could actually do this. And I think I could make this happen. And so I started it, I set a time frame, I was like, you know what, three months, I'm going to build a website and like, get back into at that time, I had already kind of fallen off. I hadn't been posting on the Instagram page for a while. I was like, I created like a full on launch plan of that's like amazing the days I was gonna post beforehand. I did a giveaway when I launched, I was like, I'm gonna do if I'm like, I want to do this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. So yeah, I literally just set a time frame and told myself, I'm just going to do it. What yeah. is it going to hurt? Um, so I gave myself three months and I set it like right around my birthday. I don't know why. It's just like a time that was there. <laughs> so like, I, like, I want to okay, celebrate right around my birthday. Yeah. I'm going to launch. We're going to celebrate. We're going to do this. Yeah. And then things have awesome. really just kind of spiraled and grown and developed so That's much. That's amazing. And just the last few months. So. Yeah. Well, having passion is like, it drives everything. Like you can't build something if you're not passionate about it. I mean, you can, but it won't be built very well and it won't be as successful. And I think that yeah. is super, super huge because um, yeah, you just, you're willing to put so much more into it when you love it so much or when you're so passionate mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And I'm sure that helped like get through, especially when the, I'm sure that first wedding couple, you're like, it's a good thing. I love to do this because I'm yeah. terrified, but I love it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it anyway. Is was yeah. Was there a point where you had to have like you were talking about mindset um earlier too and just like getting yourself into that place because so I know as an entrepreneur um we do have these like crazy conversations with ourselves in our head about mm-hmm. what we can or cannot do like what was that process for you in that three-month time that you set yourself like I'm sure it wasn't like okay I'm gonna do this and I did it like what was that like mindset wise for you yeah kind of pushing yourself Oof. from there yeah, it was hard. I struggle with a lot of self-doubt and I think yeah. everyone struggles with the comparison and all of that. And so even when I was just, it was hard for me even just putting out my like creative photography on my little personal page, like even that's vulnerable because it's, yeah. you know, something that I created and I'm proud of, but yeah, then you just, you know, it's so easy on social media to just scroll and see other people's yeah. work and yeah, it was hard. It was like hard to get into, you know, you compare with people who have been doing it, you know, especially too, to compare people who have been doing it for so many more years. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, and then even just the thought of making it a business and have it be something that I'm going to have people pay me for. Like, yeah. am I, do I have that value? Like, it's really, yeah. it was a lot of work they had to do to be like, no, you know what? I do have this technical skill. Like, even if I didn't necessarily go to school for photography, I've done these courses. I've you know, I've been shooting yeah. in manual, you know, it's not like I, I, yeah, you know, I've been shooting in manual. I've done lots of different workshops just for fun that I, I knew the technical side of it. I still yeah. had a lot of room to grow <laughs> and I still do have a lot of room to grow and learn as everyone does. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm like, no, you know what? I do have that skill and having yeah. that confidence to be like in the beginning. I even just, when I was, you know, thinking about starting to launch it and set it up, I would have people that would ask and I'd be like, sure. Yep. I'll shoot for you. Um, and they, you know, they'd want to pay. And I would just say, you know what, I am wanting to launch this eventually pay what, 
you think that this is worth essentially. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's the best way to do it, but that felt right to me. I didn't know how to kind of set that. It wasn't something that I was like hundred percent pursuing yet. So I was like, you know what? I just wanted to leave it as like a, this is something that I am wanting to invest in. I need to invest in new gear. So like, pay what you think this is worth, pay what, you know, you want and consider this like, uh, as you supporting me in, you know, growing this and developing this and, yeah, you know, once I launched that change, but, yeah. you know, leading up to it, people <laughs> yeah. asked, I was like, you know what, even just that little step that kind of gave me the confidence of, oh, people really do think that I'm, you know, worth yeah. this or whatever. It gave me the confidence yeah. then to when I launched it, you know. Yeah, there's no greater feeling and- than when somebody like you set a price point after, like you were saying, like, or when you give them the option or when you have a price point and you're terrified about whether people mm-hmm. are going to pay it. And then one person books you and you're like, okay, that's it. Like you just need that one person to book you at your price. And you're like, okay, one person thinks I'm worth it. Like I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely does help. Did you find that, um, your, um, history with psychology, did that help? Like, were there parts of that that helped you kind of get through that time? Yeah. So I would go back to my kind of university days and my, my psych degree and learning. And (laughs) the biggest part I love about psych, I mean, so much of psych for, for years was all about the pathology, the negative. Right. Um, but I remember my favorite, one of my favorite courses, uh, was, um, positive psych in university and just, um, all these concepts like, of like in the pursuit of happiness, grit, um, Yeah, things like that. And so, I mean, grit's kind of one of these terms that like I would always come back to. And it's just uh, grit is like uh, the combination of uh, passion and perseverance. And that's something that I saw. I'm like, okay, these people like in the podcast I was listening to, these people, these celebrities, these experts, they all have grit. They're passionate about this thing that they're going after, whether it's their career in neuroscience, like some of the experts on there, (laughs) or whether it's uh, you know, acting like a lot, like a lot of people he interviews, right. I'm like, they all have this passion and they just keep going. They just keep going. And if you hear like, that's the beauty of, of listening to these stories is yeah, hear that they all failed, like they all failed a number of times, but like what they did is they just picked themselves up and they kept going. And so I just kept reminding myself of that. And a lot of it is just like, and I mean, it's something that I'm just continually going through. I, still struggle with a lot of self-doubt I struggle with a lot of imposter syndrome feeling like I don't know do I like yeah and that that like yeah that imposter syndrome word we talked about this earlier like it's such a common term in our industry where we feel like okay we look a certain way are we that way maybe not like and and it's a common like hiccup or speed bump that I find that a lot of creatives in business tend to like put out there. I don't know if it's like a safety net thing. Like, I don't know what it is, but, um, I think like, yeah, like we all have something to share and we all have a story of how we got to where we were. And I love that everybody is for the most part, like willing to share that. Cause I think it's important to be so transparent about how we're feeling even around that imposter syndrome terminology. 
Yeah. Um, Even when I launched, I wouldn't call myself a wedding photographer. I'd be like, oh, I have a little side hustle (laughs) photography. I downplay it all, right? Yeah. I I used to say, I'm just a wedding photographer. I'm just a photographer. Like, why is there, I'm just in front of the thing we want to do and be and, you know, live by. Yeah. And what is that? Like, even just in that, it's like, what is that communicating? I'm not, I'm like, I'm a photographer. I'm passionate about this. And you know what, maybe I don't have the same years of experience as someone else, but I still want to honor the knowledge that I do have and the things yeah. that I have learned and, and yeah. recognize those and appreciate that and, and be confident in the value I have in that. Yeah. Well, that probably too, I think like you were talking about traditional versus non-traditional careers. And I think like when I was growing up trying to figure out what my career path was going to be, um, and maybe you feel the same way, but like when you think about like, okay, in order to be a doctor, like I have to have a degree or I have to have an education and not all careers, like you, you do have to have education to be a doctor, but you know, not every career do you need to go and have a piece of paper that says that you learned how to do this. I know I get asked at almost every wedding by somebody's aunt or uncle, if I went to school for photography. And I don't think it's a question like people shouldn't ask because it's, they just, they want to know. But I think it like, it's that subtle little reminder in the back of your head, like, oh, well, I didn't, but here's my list of credentials. Like we just do that in our head. Like, okay, do I have to like now prove that I know what I'm doing? <laughs> like, mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. I think that we don't, yeah, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to. And like you said, passion and perseverance can push you through um, and get you to where you want to go. I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's just a strange strange world we live in. And it's just fun to like, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm totally off track now. <laughs> I know That's all good. That's but I, uh, I love that you were able to share all that with us because I do think that when we start our businesses, it's so terrifying and we see all these other people like being successful and we're like, we want to do that. And it's intimidating. And I, I think you're right. Like listening to people's stories kind of helps us um, relate to that. And it seems more attainable when you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Somebody else went through that same struggle that I'm going through. Okay. Then I'm not mm-hmm. by myself and I'm not alone and I can do this. And then it just like brings you back up to that confident. Like I am a photographer. Or I am a wedding photographer, yeah. or whatever it is that you're you know, portraying and putting out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, the beauty of like, I just found even as I started, I really quickly got connected with other photographers in the area. And I love that. And really quickly, you realize everyone kind of feels the same way. Yeah. No matter where you are, how much experience you have, everyone struggles with that comparison and that, you know, there's everyone has those different fears and, you know, having this business is, having your own business, it's, it's a vulnerable thing. It's something yeah. that, you know, you've created, you know, from inception yeah. and yeah. And you yeah. want to share it and it's terrifying because you're like, what if yeah. nobody else likes it? Cause I like it, but yeah, there's always people that like it. I always tell people, I'm mm-hmm. like, just share it. It's scary. But if you, it's not as scary as not sharing it. I feel like that's something I always tell myself. Yeah. Like if I don't put it out yeah. there, there's no, yeah. Like it's not just, then it stays hidden forever. And if you love it yeah. so much, then it deserves to be shared. Um, if there's one piece of advice you could give to somebody who's starting their business in a creative field like this with something you yeah. could share. Keep going. That's <laughs> yeah. like, like I said, have that perseverance, 
keep going. And just, I think the biggest thing is just to stay true to you. I feel like, you know, I'm still very new. You know, I just launched my business really only a few months ago. It's not even been a year, but I feel like the biggest piece is like, I don't know, in in developing my brand and all that is just staying true to who I am and, you know, not feeling this pressure to, you know, try and do what someone else is doing, but figuring out what is really like true to me. And, um, you know, for me, that's a lot of that's been trying to relate my, my psych degree and and why, like what drew me to psych and kind of finding the parallels of how that lines up with photography. And for me, that's, and even just personal stuff I've done. I right now I'm a big fan of the Enneagram. I'm a four wing three. So again, that's, that's that piece of being very creative. So you know, taking that time, knowing that when I need self-care, I need to start creating and doing things, even if it's something like really simple, right? Like just coloring or whatever. Um, yeah. The other pieces, that other piece for that for me is um, I really value like vulnerability and authenticity and passion. And um, yeah, that's a huge, you know, characteristic of, of a four ring three is that that authenticity piece is really huge. And that's something that you know, even just really in like working through that and and understanding myself and that that's something that I hugely want to communicate in my brand and something that I value and is, is that authenticity and the way I represent my couples and the same way that I, in my, in my child protection work and uh, in in my social work field, the way I want to, you know, recognize the strengths in people. Whereas, you know, a a lot of my work uh, prior to child protection, I did youth justice. And so it would be working with, you know, kids who are on probation and kind of run into some trouble. And traditionally they're viewed, you know, as kind of the bad kids and whatever. And a lot of the negatives are focused on in their life. And so for me, I love stepping in and being like, okay, so you're sleeping, you know, you, you don't have a home right now. I'm like, but you're 16 and you're, you're finding a place to sleep every night. That's resourceful. That's huge. How can we highlight that? And so, I mean, it it looks a little bit different in photography, but taking for me, it's looking at those specific things that make each couple unique and make their story and their love unique and just really wanting to authentically represent that. So I don't, you know, I don't market myself necessarily as, you know, the crazy wild and free or, you know, you know, I don't, and, and even yeah. that's how I work in posing my couples, right? For sure. But I, yeah. I want to represent that with couples, whether that's, whether the couple is more mellow and chill or whether they're crazy, you know, just to represent them and their love and their connection. And yeah, Absolutely. finding those parallels has been huge. And yeah, I love that. my brand, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, being authentic and staying true to who you are is honestly how you run a successful business or it's a part of it anyway. I think staying um, true to who you are, it allows you to sort of like push back that comparison stuff. It allows you to be more like, it allows you to want to celebrate other people more rather than be upset or jealous or all those types of things because there is only one of you and I feel like we talk about this a lot at each podcast um just about like there is only one of you like you are your brand or your team is your brand and so it's important to like stay true to that within your business so that Mm -hmm. and it just makes it more fun because you're like this is me and I don't care what people think yeah (laughs) yeah and I think I love it I mean maybe doing what works for other people might help for like immediate grow success or whatever you define, but I don't think that serves anyone well in the long run. And so that's been something that has been important to me 
especially in like thinking about the longevity of my business, not only wanting to build this brand that is authentic to who I am, but just recognizing that even where I am right now in my life with another full-time job, what I have to put into my business, I, you know, I even struggle with now, again, the comparison piece of like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not able to put all this stuff out there. I'm, you know, I've got a bit more limited time than people that are doing this full-time and I struggle with that. And I've, you know, I've got a million ideas always going and I've got a big vision and, and dreams for the future of my business, but limited yeah. time. And so I just recognize that I'm like, you know what, I've got more limited time and I give myself grace with that and know that like, you know what, I don't need to be, you know, yeah, I'm I sure I have big goals for myself, but I don't need to like, you know, I can still do this slowly and I don't yeah. need to be discouraged by, you know, building a business, like growing really slowly and just choosing to value that that authenticity piece versus, you know, looking very successful and having so many photographers or whatever that means overbooking, because I don't want to burn myself out right now either. Right. Like, no, exactly. One having like, it's you're I'm finding business for me, running my business is so much easier than like when I'm just like, yep, this is who I am. Sometimes it's not perfect, but I'm just going to do it because I'd rather be here consistently showing you how passionate I am about my business than trying to make it look a certain way or look perfect. And I do feel like people really appreciate that. And it just does, it makes it easier to like persevere too, because you're like, okay, I'm, I know what I'm doing is what I want to do. And it's okay to put Mm -hmm. the extra time in and not watch Netflix or not watch or not go on vacation or whatever it is that you have to do at that time. But, um, it just makes things a lot, I wouldn't say easier, easier is not the right word, but it just makes it more, I don't even know what the right word would be, but it just makes it more comfortable or just more, I don't even know. I don't know what the right word is. Yeah. For me, it's like valuing my time almost Mm -hmm. because that limited time I'm like, I value my time. It's so limited. So I yeah. want to make sure that the time that I'm investing, I'm, I'm doing the stuff that I love and not yeah. burning myself out doing all the other pieces. I mean, yeah. there's certain things within business that, you know, sometimes you have to do things, you know, there's yeah, some pieces exactly. of it that you might not love as much as the other. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, um, I appreciate you, you coming on and um, sharing your story and hopefully inspiring some people who may have just started their business or yeah, thought about it. Or just like, even if you've been in business for a while, I know we do like reach those like moments where we kind of not sure what to do next. And so it's kind of nice to be able to share stories and be more just be more open about it. So thank you so yeah. much. Um, if you guys want to check out Mariah, she is over at Park Photo Co on Instagram or her website is parkphotoco.com. And yeah, thank you so much for coming. We're not coming here. We're, we're over Zoom. Yeah. So I'll yeah. just be like, yeah, thanks for coming over and hanging out with me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. the big old Zoom. Perfect. But um, that's awesome. Thank you. And um, yeah. we'll see you guys down the next one.